welcome to Grounded Sounds. Welcome to the show. I'm Jen. And I'm Abel. And, uh, and I will start referring to Jen once in a while as Mr. Schneelock because Dr. Seuss wrote a, the best book on entrepreneurship ever called If I Ran the Circus. And every time he like needed something done because he didn't know how to do it, he'd be like, I'll get Mr. Schneelock to do it because he's one of my friends and he likes to help out. And that's Jen. Jen oh, is Mr. Schneelock. He's a helper. Likes to help out doing small odds and ends. Um, yes, I do. I do. Your response, Jen, should be, how much does it For pay? a price. Yes. As, as, as my answer. There you go. And that's fine. I don't, I have no qualms about paying my friends to help me do things. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. But, um, I you like, know. I, I pay my friends, too. Yeah. <laughs> I try to pay my friends all, yeah. I mean... I just throw money at Performing a service. Right. You need to be paid for that service. That's right. Right? Absolutely. And I know in our local music world, we're trying to preach that even more. Yes. That's kind of what our show's been talking about. Yeah. Value your artists, Mm -hmm. buy merchandise, pay covers, support your bartenders, your bars, your venues. Pay your acts. Just, it's entertainment. And I know that in this day and age, nobody thinks you should have to pay for entertainment, but, you know, that's... I don't agree with that. We don't really agree with that on the show because these are talented people that deserve our support. I mean, you can go home and watch YouTube if you want. If you want. That's right. You could do that for free. But I suppose. an experience when you get out yeah. and you are amongst the living. These people play hanging out with people right in front of you. That's right. And you can watch them. That's right. When you're real people. The presence of talented artists. It's a dying it's a dying art. People that want to see real people face to face. I know. It's like these kids. They just want to text you about I it. I know. Just look at your phone. Well, speaking of talented artists, we have one in our studio today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Steven Salewan is here with us. Hi. How are you, Steven? I'm doing pretty good. Good. And then we also have Brad from the Patriarch here today. It's true. Hey, how are, how are you? you doing? Good. Good to meet you guys. Um, yeah. We are very excited to have you both on. I um, have worked directly with both of you, and you are both lovely people. I'm really Thank happy to, yeah. to be able to sit here with you guys and visit and Pick your brains and hear more about what you guys have been doing. Yeah, for sure. So, Brad, let's start with you. Sure. Um, well, since we last talked, I have actually taken over as general manager of the Patriarch. I left the oh, corporate fun. world. I stopped shaving and wearing a tie and cutting my hair, as you can see. There you I go. know I did not recognize um, you with long yeah, hair earlier. I let Jen in the door, and she was like, oh, thank you, kind sir. And I was like, I'm here to meet you. <laughs> Who are you? What are you doing? Because yeah, it's, it's been a good year or more, and I just stopped shaving a year ago. But, um, or stopped cutting my hair, at least. I was going to say, I stopped shaving yesterday i just cut a big <laughs> big old beard off like, i did two i did too ago. i about three months ago because i had a daughter and it was like six inches like down to my chest yeah. and alice would just get her little paws up in your beard <laughs> just jerk on it so i had to, and I, just, I couldn't do that anymore it's so, time to go yeah yeah for me it was the heat was well, yeah I, I kind of on a six on six off like yeah. schedule before that <laughs> would generally grow it out for six months in the winter and then knock it off in the summer but it just kind of mm-hmm. got off a little earlier this year mm-hmm well, it's so, a good look for you, Brad. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's just going to grow as long as it wants to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm staying busy with the Patriarch. I've left the corporate world and uh, made the jump. I'm, I'm a part owner of the bar, but um, when our last general manager announced he was leaving, we kind of started to look for somebody to fill a spot, and, uh, and I kind of peeked my head in and said, you know what, I might just do that. And uh, I have future aspirations of, of future projects as well. So Ooh. the Patriarch may not be it, but... Um, but I'm getting back into the restaurant and bar business for, for a purpose. Yeah. And uh, so the next thing is going to be pretty exciting. Oh, cool. Can you share it all or is it still under it's, wraps? It's under wraps. It's early stages, uh, but it's more than one thing. Too, can so you talk cool. about your purpose? My purpose? Since you said that the getting back into it was for a purpose. Can yeah. You... My, basically, I didn't, you know, I had a really good security yeah. in, a, in a really good corporate job. Like Golden I, handcuffs, I had done well they for about seven years. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I took a step back on purpose, um, you know, in pay and in, in status to pursue what I really love, which is accommodating people. Uh, I'm in entertainment, as you know, and, um, I think alcohol is a great business. I think restaurants are a great business. I love, um, I love to host same is true at my house. So, Mm -hmm. um, to come in and run the patriarch well was my mission and I'm kind of taking care of that right now. So I've got, uh, September, it'll be a year. And then, um, we're going to start looking at the next thing here in the next cool month. So, well, and let uh, I'll emphasize that the patriarch is in Edmond, and you guys were brilliant to open this in Edmond because I mean, I'll take no credit there because it's not it's not my brainchild. 
Um, Stephen, Stephen Russell and Bryce Thompson dreamed it up and I was lucky enough to, to hop on board and be a part of it and, and earn some ownership and probably going to die early from some kind of lung poisoning from all the demo we did, but, uh, totally their idea. It's a, it's a brilliant business model. The, the margins on alcohol are brilliant, are, are fantastic. The, um, not having a kitchen is awesome because your, your staff, your overhead is low. The, sure. the building was affordable. We kind of did everything on the cheap. Um, we pull food trucks up on the side for, for food. You know, we don't benefit from that. We just schedule them. Um, but it's a good business model and it's going to be taken elsewhere. So great. Well, and for people who have maybe even have not been to the Patriarch, but maybe even been to the blue garden in Oklahoma Mm -hmm. city, it's kind of similar, um, in the fact that, yeah, you have your food trucks come up, you have a huge outside Mm -hmm. area with tables and chairs and patio seats about 300. And I was the only owner that, that, really pushed for live music which is cool they, they were like it's an expense why would we ever do that and i'm like trust me the atmosphere is a thousand times better than just playing something on the stereo sure. yeah. and now they believe me now that we've had you know two years of successful running live music um the budget they gave me was was not so great to start it's slightly improving but um you know we've got so many good artists in, in edmond oklahoma city and um guys who are willing to come take a chance for a few bucks and a beer and and that love to perform. And so um, there's just a lot of talent. I mean, there's guys like Steven. There's guys, There's bands like Culture Cinematic, half of whom teach at the ACM. And yeah. mm-hmm. um, Will, Will Gaines, uh, gosh, there's a bunch of them. But they love to come play. I like to make it as easy and as painless as possible. I set up a PA for them. I give them drinks all night. I make sure my staff takes care of them because I know we never charge a door cover and I can't pay them as much as I would want to be paid. Um, so... We do what we can to accommodate. Edmonds not quite to to the level of Oklahoma City in terms of like people willing to pay a door cover for music. So yeah. Yeah. we're we're a few years back, but we just got our our first real craft beer bar. So sure. give us time. Sure. Yeah. Well, and I love that you have that passion for music. I know you and I had talked early on about um, you, you know, really wanting to get that going, and you sure. have, and you have a great you know music program over there. But kind of where does that passion lie? Where did that start for you? For me, um, I've been playing music since I was in high school. I just, you know, I fell in love with watching bands as a, as a you know, middle schooler, teenager, and got into playing drums when I was about 17 years old. And um, it actually led to, to somewhat of a career for me and did some studio work, did some touring, um, played, you know, probably the, the most profitable thing you can do in Oklahoma City actually is play for churches. Mm-hmm. So I did yeah. that for a good decade. Um, and I actually led worship for a church in Duncan. I commuted. Um, but playing guitar and playing drums are, are just something I'm passionate about. I don't quite frankly, I never had Steven's talent. So I stopped pursuing it. I I do it for fun on the side now, but, um, but I respect the heck out of these guys and girls that, that get out and do it and, and really push to make it. And, uh, and I know what they're going through. So, Mm -hmm. um, and I know the rewards from it. So I just, like I said, I pushed the other owners. I said, we've got to have live music. Please build me a stage. Please let me spend a few thousand dollars on a PA. Just Mm -hmm. trust me on this. And they did so. Well, and my favorite people who book are artists themselves Mm -hmm. because to have that other end of the experience, I think is really valuable. Mm -hmm. And it goes a long way for your artists. I mean, like you said, you can relate to artists and you know what it's like to be one because you are. Um, And that always makes, I think, an experience for an artist that much more valuable and you know, Definitely. and the hospitality goes a long way. I always tell clients or anybody that I'm visiting with of, you know, if you don't have the budget, like pull out the hospitality. If you can do food and drinks and it, sure. it just, it does, it helps. It makes artists feel valued and they're not having to pay out of pocket for a dinner that night or whatever that might be. So yep. Yep. you got, you got it right. Well, we've, we've kind of had this conversation with a couple people that book acts. We talked to Scott Marsh about the uh, hospitality end of, you know, trying to get acts to play and come into town and everything. And, and, uh, over there with the criterion and now with the Jones, it's, it's really gone a long way with, for them. And he's kind of developed a name, at least in this community for being that for, um, acts that play, you know, here in the city. And so, uh, it's really cool that you guys are kind of making that name up in, up in Edmond as well mm-hmm. and kind of trying to develop a more of a, more options because both my sisters live up there mm-hmm. and um, I know that they would love to have, have a place where they could go see some live music. I don't know if they've been or not, but that's a really neat deal that that's something that is going on up there. So you say you've been doing shows for two years now? We have. Yeah. We opened uh, May 12th of 15. So we just had our two, two year anniversary this past May. Cool. And we've done live music. I think every Friday and Saturday weather permitting for the past two years. What are some of the standouts? 
man, the guys, the guys I mentioned are the ones I like. I like Steven. I like Culture, Culture Cinematic. I'll be honest, is my favorite. Those guys are yeah. freakishly talented. Cool. Um, I don't think I've heard them. They, so... Um, you get them on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We say that like every week. Like, I know everybody. Come on, Come on podcast. TJ Haverkamp is a guy I've known for a long time. I used to play drums for a rapper here in the city uh, who went by Reality, a guy named Gregory Drum. Yeah, I know Gregory. You know Gregory. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So I played drums for him for a while. TJ was playing keys for him, and um, kind of just followed what TJ was doing. And he was getting into music way above my head, way above my pay grade. And I played a few shows with Culture Cinematic when they very first started, and thankfully they moved on to um, Jonathan Thomas, their drummer now, who's a just a monster. Look, probably the best drummer I've seen in Oklahoma City, without a question. Cool. Um, and then Eric Harris is their bass player. He is. Uh, he teaches the ACM also. Absolute freak of nature on the bass. And um, occasionally they'll substitute in a singer or a saxophone player. Uh, Boris Connolly, I believe, is his name, the sax player. But it's. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like electronica meets fusion jazz meets pop meets regular jazz. I mean, it's just everything it's all over the place they're a jam band um but but still there's so many good we had a band called uh, crooked feet recently they were fantastic kind of folky bluegrassy indie stuff um me personally i lean towards the folk and the bluegrass it's i'm a i'm a flat picker when i yeah. play guitar and i like that sort of thing that's what this guy does well too but um and that as far as a full band goes it's got to be culture cinematic or or maybe vander z if you've heard of them yeah, um, yeah. Really, really good stuff. So you guys do like have full band, like full drums and everything? We do. We make them cram on our stage. They didn't build me a big enough stage when yeah. I asked for one. So <laughs> if you got a four-piece, you're, you're touching each other. But uh, it's it's better suited for solo and duo acts yeah. for sure. So Has Willow Wade ever played up there? We have. have. Yes, nice. we have. It's been, we grew into a five-piece band now. Um, so I don't know if we can fit anymore. We may have, we may have to do so some stand off to the side. Yeah, put fine. somebody on the gr- on the grass. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put our actually bands there. have done that. We had a seven piece band and they had two people in the grass. I was kind of laughing, at that, but <laughs> so it was like a like a funk band or something with a. Most of them were in their sixties, oddly mm-hmm. enough. And okay. It was a reggae band, is what it was. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. And I have no idea what they were called. They were decent. Uh, but yeah, they had two people literally standing off the stage in the grass. I was like, well, mm-hmm. whatever works, you know, works. find a way to make one. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and yes. And we had such a great experience. It's such a, again, it's a great environment. You are wonderful. Your hospitality is wonderful. Your crowd is wonderful. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's an awesome spot. Yeah. I'm glad that we got you on today. Cause I've mm-hmm. really been Thank wanting you. to visit about it and let, you know, our listeners know um, where you guys are at and that you have music every weekend and, um, so what what is the location like? What is the exact location? So we're in downtown Edmond. Uh, it's 9 East Edward Street, which is pretty much the corner of Broadway and Edwards in downtown Edmond. It is the, I want to say the oldest, maybe the second oldest house in downtown. It's a 1903 house uh, built by a guy named William Hunt, who we refer to as the patriarch. He was, okay. a, by all means, a patriarch citizen of Edmond, um, a community leader. He helped start Citizens Bank down the road. Okay. Um, so... First thing north of the post office is, is the old house we bought, and really it was kind of it was kind of eaten up by commercial. It was still a house when we bought it. Yeah, um, it was the one last piece of residential remaining, so rezoning was not a big issue for yeah. us. But um, yeah, right right in the heart okay. of downtown. Cool. And really, downtown's develop downtown Edmond has developed to where you could go spend a whole evening there. Sure. As oh, far sure. as I mean, you could grab you know wine at Evoke because Evoke mm. has wine in the evenings. Mm-hmm. You could grab dinner at Othello's if you want Italian and sure. grab gla- another glass of wine at the bar. You could go to the zoo and mm-hmm. grab a beer and then come Ellis over to Island future. over there now too. Yeah, Ellis yeah. Island. I mean, School of Rocks up there. School yeah. of Rock. Yep. Yeah. You could just kind of hop around and then make sure that you end at the Patriarch, listen to some music. Yeah. Edmond is a different place than, than it was when I went to high school there, for sure. Absolutely. I think it was a ghost town starting at about 8.30 p.m. every night yeah. yes. when, I, when I went to high school. So Same. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to see it grow. And I'm glad to see you guys really, you have pioneered, um, especially with this, you know, the patriarch and craft beers and all that good stuff. You're pioneering Edmond, I feel like. Uh, we can't take all the credit. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff coming up. I think... Before before we were there, I loved going out to Skinny Slims. You know, I love an Irish pub. I, yeah. you know, I'm a soccer player. I watch soccer. Um, you guys are still my favorite. I will well, say, thank you. like you have a good spot. I, th- I do. I will say, Herd on Herd is. I think that's like the coolest thing in the world when they do the food truck festival. Yeah. Yes, and it is. Block the streets up. There was nothing like that back in the day when I was in high school. So, um, yeah, Citizens yeah, is doing a great. I think job Edmund all around is just kind of growing and and not 
so much the bedroom community it used to be and people aren't you know locking themselves in their houses at 8 p.m anymore so mm-hmm. it's good to see we're benefiting from it and I, i'm glad we're a part of that so yeah. yeah well tell us where we can find you on uh, social media and your website and all that good stuff so our website is uh thepatriarchedmond.com um Social media is just, uh, you know, we've got Facebook. If you search for us, if, if you search the patriarch on the internet, you get two things. You get pictures of a Pope looking dude or us. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and if you're searching locally with location services turned on, you get us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of the above. Probably most active on Facebook, um, but we do it all. So Cool. Nice. Yeah. Well, we know Stephen is playing pretty soon, so we'll segue so, in. Yeah, we'll Saturday. the show. Yeah, that's right. I'm definitely looking forward to playing at the Patriarch. It's uh, it's an amazing venue. Uh, I played there last year, uh, a couple times last year, and I I really just wanted to come back again. I believe the last time I was going to play there, the weather did not permit us to do so. Okay. Um, so, like you said earlier, it's weather permitted, and when the weather is nice, it's it's a great time to be out there. Yeah. yeah so this Saturday. On. So I'll be there on the twenty fourth. What time do you, okay. Uh, 7 till 10 p.m. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So there's plenty of time to come out and catch you. Absolutely. Again, Uh, eat some food and. Stephen, have you played here before? I have. I think Mm -hmm. I saw. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw you here at the, the, was it the birthday party or something? With Vaughn and Pearl. Yeah, exactly. That night. Okay. So I have seen you play before. Yeah. Yeah. There's a stripped down version. I pretty much brought my acoustic guitar and the mic was just out here and we had a bunch of, uh, people here yeah that was the night that uh bon and pearl didn't know that they would be performing for someone yeah that was their like, first so performance. i guess we're playing for people now yep <laughs> it was awesome. their first their yeah. first shebang yeah that's here and now they're doing great right over there yeah well and steven you i can't even give you a proper introduction because you are one of my absolute favorite artists oh, here in oklahoma city and in general like anybody i talk to about you we're just blown away and mm-hmm. we just wow. sing your praises and um not only are you an amazing musician you're so original you're you're just so talented but also you're such an awesome person and i really have enjoyed working with you on several different projects and i always welcome any opportunity to yeah, work with you so absolutely. so i'm glad that we're you know sitting down on the podcast one of the many things that about time I know I mean I was like well Stephen is like one of my very favorite people like why has he not been on here yet so um it's great to have you yeah. you just released a new record I just did on the 28th of May we released a new EP it's a six track EP mm-hmm. uh, it's called so far so long um I'll, I'll talk to you more about the guys involved uh the EP is pretty much a positive record uh, talks about perseverance and just uh, seeing yourself in a positive light, really. Uh, so far, so long is as a song that was recorded and uh, composed about two years prior, but I needed it to have a stance uh, as opposed to just putting it in the back burner and just recording and releasing a single. Uh, I wanted to put it in combination with songs or themes that were relatable to that title. That is the title of the EP. So mm-hmm. uh, we did that. Uh, and whoever is involved with this record, because uh, there are quite a few, uh, enhanced the quality of the production. Be it from the mix and engineer, uh, the actual local artist, mm-hmm. uh, Nia Personet, she's... Um, She's with the girls. Yeah, with Annie Oakley. Annie Oakley, that's right. She's amazing. She's fantastic. Uh, Connor Hicks, I'm not sure if yeah, you... Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Great guitar player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the stand-up bass named Harvey. Uh, he plays with the So Help Me's. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so, they've been on. They've been yeah. on here, yep. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So all these talented uh, musicians were kind enough to say, I want to jump on board and, and collaborate with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but the best part about this is you are the connecting piece to the reason why I actually have a band. What? Really? You didn't know this. I, I did well, not let know me this. Tell, tell me the story. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we, um, you, you recommended that we, that I played a show, Heard Unheard. Yeah. Uh, this was uh, last year. And uh-huh. I said to myself, I would love to do this. But at that time, I did not have a band. Uh, and my, the thing I needed to do is either find a band or decline the show. Mm-hmm. 
Because mm, I was at like a three person minimum. That's yeah. what, you know, right. we're doing with that stage. So, so yeah, <laughs> I, I like good challenge. So I said, well, I have to scavenge for some guys now. Um, I found a bassist uh, named Jason Welch, phenomenal player. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy plays funk like no other. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny enough, we met at a wedding that I was playing for his best friend. Um, and ever since then, we just clicked and we started making good music. Uh, first of all, we started off with Jamar, Jamar Potier. Uh, is a great freelance jazz musician. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, this guy can play tune. Just, just, just give him the beat. He's got it. Uh, we, so we, that's what we did. And obviously, like I said, he's a freelance musician. I, I couldn't keep up with the things that he had and going on. We had conflict and gigs and things like that. So, I found uh, a guy named uh, uh, Julian Bossontier, if I'm pronouncing that right. Mm-hmm. He's going to punch me in the face once he hears this. <laughs> um, but he's from Côte d'Ivoire. Uh, and with that, the combination of each artist's background, the three of us, the bassist, the drummer, and I, we decided to mesh together and create something of an alternative rock, so to speak. Alternative, bluesy uh, rock vibe, uh, at least for this EP. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows where it'll take us the next EP, you know? Mm-hmm. And I will say thank you very much for making that happen. Well, yeah. I, thank you. I was <laughs> glad that you were able to play that show. It was a great show. Thanks. And so impressive that you really put together the band and played the show and you know sometimes it takes a while for a band to jive and you guys right. were like seamless you right. know it's just like you had been together for a long time so yeah i had um, a great time with them did you co-write on the album or did you write all of the lyrics oh yeah all the lyrics are written by me mm-hmm. um, the melody uh, besides the first song on the ep was collaborated with the bassist mm-hmm. i he was we were jamming together and he started with a riff and i said we we are playing whatever it is that you just played there and let's keep at it let's work on it mm-hmm. uh the rest of them i tend to write on my own and then bring it to the table and then we decide to break it down and say well what about we add a little bit of here and there and see where where uh it leads uh for the most part uh, going forward it will be a lot more collaborative whereby it's yeah it's everything is put on the table and we start from scratch. Well, one of my favorite things about you, Stephen, is not only you're kind and talented, but you're very versatile. Like you are somebody that if anybody reaches out and, you know, is looking for an artist and might have an event or might have a festival or might have, you can play all of, all of it. I mean, I don't know that many artists like you that really, you're kind of my go-to of like, he can, he can do it. Um, and that's really awesome because, and of course you're, you're so kind to the clients, like every, you know, you have such a pleasant personality, you know, sometimes when you're sending an artist out to a client and sure. it's like, okay, I hope that <laughs> they behave themselves. They don't get too drunk. Oh, like, wow. you know, there's always, there is, there's yeah, always sure. a component to that of, um, when you recommend somebody, obviously it, it kind of comes back to you sure. of your recommendation. And so you're always like that person that is, you know, Thank everybody you. just is so happy after you play and it's the feedback is always amazing. So, Thanks. yeah, I started off playing the, the keyboard. That was my first love. Uh, I moved when I, when I initially moved to America, that was all I had in my room. And I started uh, to experience the, the Oki lifestyle and seeing a bunch of guitars and country musicians <laughs> playing out there. And, like, and the first thing I said is, where can I buy a guitar? Because this is so fascinating. Uh, uh, and it started off that way where I would listen to what's on the radio and uh, the idea of just me mimicking what they were doing was so much fun. And it more often than not, that's what people tend to want to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I caught up on that and... I learned a lot of cover songs, posted them on YouTube, and I assume that you watched a couple of them. Um, most of the clients that you mentioned do watch them, and that's how I get that uh, request, really, to get, play a show for them or play a wedding, because mm-hmm. they tend to be love songs or easy listening, the things that suit my vocals best, really. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Jack Johnson, and so those kind of that's the kind of music you'd hear at a, at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I do that, and for the ability to be versatile was was no accident. I I truly feel like as an artist, you need to tap into different avenues, uh, either through the business side of things or just playing more shows. Mm-hmm. The chances of you making a good source of revenue online through sales are very slim compared to a live setting, right? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, and oh, I figured that out really fast because <laughs> I'd invest so much in the... On the well, this is my third EP, mm-hmm. right? Uh, invest so much in the production, and say, "Well, hey guys, check it out. You gotta, you gotta listen to it." And people will click on the link to listen to it, and it's on YouTube. Well, there is no need to purchase it then online, right? Yeah. Um, so how can you tap into all of that? Uh, thank goodness I currently in school for business, and that does help too. Yeah. It gives you a business mindset. So all about being versatile. You'd be right about that. Well, and you're originally from Nigeria. That is right. Uh, when did you... I didn't ever ask you when you moved here. I moved when I was 13. Okay. Just a little baby. Yeah. Yeah. But not too little. I mean, <laughs> really, like you said, kind of there was a change there. There was a definite life change, I'm sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Culture well, change. Well, well, the thing is, the way I viewed it, it was just... I'm coming to a different place and having a different experience. Mm-hmm. I really wasn't concerned about... How I would live my life here. It, the, just the idea of experiencing something different. Uh, my dad was in the military, so we did move around a lot. Mm-hmm. So that did not phase me quite a bit. And it was just one of those. And uh, Oklahoma was a great destination. It was very chill, mm-hmm. uh, easy to, to play catch up, so to speak, as opposed to if I were in New York. Uh, I would compare New York to. Uh, to the way Nigeria, the lifestyle is so busy okay. and people are just at a fast pace. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying there's like Oklahoma has a sluggish economy or anything like that. Obviously not. Um, it's easy to slow down. It's easy to slow down here. And that, that enabled me to, to understand the culture and embrace it really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you initially move here due to your dad's military? Oh, no, no, not at all. Uh, well, uh, not affiliated with okay. uh, the American military. It's just Nigeria. Yeah. So I just, I just uh, explained the fact that moving was not yeah, really okay. an issue. So, so initially, why, why Oklahoma? Uh, well, funny enough, we, we came to Georgia uh, and then Dallas and then Oklahoma City. Okay. Uh, uh, one big factor I'm sure you would, you would assume would be the cost of living. Sure. Um, so we, I know that we have a lot of family or a lot of r- people that we could connect with in Dallas. It's much bigger, of course. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the kind of person I know, the kind of father I know, he's uh, very chill pretty much as, as much as I am yeah. to an extent. Um, yeah, I know I say this considering he's in the military or he was in the military. But um, I did that. Uh, and I didn't really feel like wanting to move or like go back to Georgia or Dallas, despite the yeah. fact. Yeah. Hmm. I've heard that story from uh, a number of different people from all over the world. A good friend of mine from Morocco, you know, was looking around, wanted to come to the states, and figured that he could live the best lifestyle, get the best education for the least amount of money that he could find anywhere else in the world. He's still here today. You know, it's been 20 years ago or whatever. Right. Yeah. So it's one of those places that really kind of sucks you in. Yeah. Um, you know, I grew up here, but I moved away for a time and it's all, and it's a really great place to move back to as well. Absolutely. And I think that's happening a lot, whether it's, um, somebody like you, Stephen, who's moving from a complete different place or people who have been born and raised in Oklahoma leaving and then are coming back. Right. Like people are bringing their own flavors and their own experiences with them and kind of molding the city. And that's what I, I do. I think that you have such a fresh, unique spin to your music. And, um, whether that's because you're from somewhere different other than Maybe, Oklahoma or yes. whether it's just, you're a unique creative individual, but, right. um, you know, everybody kind of comes here and, um, brings their time and their talent and even like, Brad with Patriarch creating new things and pioneering new things. And it's a, it's an exciting time. And I know, you know, I have some friends that are trying to get out of Oklahoma right now and 
I mean, I'm just, I'm here. I'm, I'm rooted here and I, I'm, I would miss them very much, but I, you know, I have other friends who are, we're all kind of witnessing in, in this together of this rise of Oklahoma city and, um, in Edmond as well. And, you know, the surrounding areas that there's culture and there's art and there's sure. drive to sure. support that. And you get to be a part of the kind of the Renaissance with the, I mean, you know, yeah. I say it all the time. I've said it for the last five years, so it's still going on, but you know, it's such an, a, an amazing, fascinating time to be here. Like when I was in Denver, a lot of the stuff that's going on now here had already kind of happened, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you know, like like I have a spice shop. And for me to be able to open Oklahoma's first spice that only sells spices, mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, to be a part of that small business community, especially in food and music and uh, entertainment, like service type stuff, a lot of larger markets you would completely get lost because it's, been going on for so long you know that mm-hmm. and there's so many different ones that right now in oklahoma it's just such an exciting time because like you're probably the first like really craft beer bar first two or three mm-hmm. in edmond i would imagine mm-hmm. um and you know i get to be the first spy shop and we're sitting in probably the first podcast studio totally. you know so you get to do all these things that are might have been done other places for a long time and right now we get to be a part of that and it's just such a fascinating amazing time to be right where we are that's right it's so Mm hands-on and i mean even with the restaurant and the bar and restaurant industry um one of our dear friends hunter um she was saying you know it's starting to get crazy with trying to staff oh it's oversaturated yeah yeah so it's like we even need you know bartenders and servers and to come to oklahoma there's jobs here i mean there are jobs for people sure people that are good wait staff wait good bar staff Mm -hmm. they could come here and make really good money because of the stuff that's going on right here and they just we just don't have the people right yeah well especially with you know now we're having these mid-sized venues opening up like the tower Mm -hmm. like the jones and i mean that Mm -hmm. takes a lot of staff oh yeah and so and that's not going to stop i hope hopefully (laughs) hopefully that doesn't stop but um, it's yeah, so it is a good time to be here, and we could probably talk about that all. Sure, we night. generally do. I'm a sucker for flavor. Where is this spice shop? At? Spice shop? Oh, yeah. we're at 43rd and Western. Uh, oh, you cool. know where Sushiniko Musashi's yeah. is. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if we have any specifically Nigerian blends. I don't know. That oh, we don't do. don't even bother. Don't it's, even bother. It's, with it's, it. it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I mean, deal. It's either pepper or yeah. salt. We or, got that. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that. that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a start. We'll we start do have some. That. We have some African spice. We've got berberet cool. and um, prepari and baharat and there some, you of go. The, yeah. some of the other African flavors. But um, yeah, to, to your point, I spend a lot of time explaining why I love Oklahoma City so much to my out of state friends and yeah, family. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so for years, I've been going to a family reunion for about eight years straight now that's been about 60 people strong. Some are dying off. Some are getting too old to travel. But uh, this weekend, I've been begging for about five years straight. This weekend, I'm hosting the Mullinex family reunion. Cool. And we're coming to the patriarch to hear Stephen Saturday night. So no pressure. (laughs) No pressure, Steve. I'm bringing about 40 Mullinexes to come here. Oh, my goodness. But but this is what I do. I tell them, like, I love this place because you get – big city amenities you mm-hmm. get great food and craft beer you get nightlife you get whatever you want and you don't get the headache of a houston yeah. or a dallas you know traffic crime mm-hmm. you name it um so i yeah I'm, i mean i lived in denver for a while yeah. i traveled the world. i've been abroad for quite a bit i actually spent a year as a missionary in southeast asia so i have been there and done that and i was ready to come back yeah so yeah totally agree. and the cool thing right now is that this this um city being the you know having as much stuff as there is to do here now is is very very much so by design and a lot of it kicked off whenever we lost the um was it the boeing plant it's back in the early 90s i think it was boeing that um looked at oklahoma city we had the best bid we had the best tax incentives and um the wives of the executives came to visit and they looked around and there was nothing to do mm. and uh, david walter this was on all i saw this several places but there's a documentary called oklahoma the boom the bomb and the bust Mm -hmm. on pbs that talks about how we had this great place um the two things that we were lacking were like entertainment Mm -hmm. and art and culture and so it started uh i think david walters was governor and started to make this big push to try to bring business and uh you know uh, grow the economy away from you know the traditional ways that it has been and i think that you know and that's where the maps project started Mm -hmm. and that's how we got to where we are now and maps what three or something like that yep 
And it's all been that development from Oklahoma City taxed ourselves, you know, mm-hmm. and that's something that's very unique uh, across the country. And I mean, look what it's done for us with the Myriad Gardens and the Crystal Bridge and the whole downtown scene and this park that they're building on maps three i don't know if you guys have it's seen ridiculous. it or not. it's amazing it's, it's gonna be the coolest absolutely park the, the coolest park in the country way up like up there with central park it's gonna be uh, just amazing so excited yeah well that's a big thing that we you know we push with cellar door music group of course all of us sitting here we love music we sure. i mean it from our heart and soul but even it, for people who don't aren't super into local original music, it is such an economical mm-hmm. driver for our city. And even um, you know, for companies who are trying to recruit you know young skilled workers, sure. I mean, if they come to a city and there's nothing to do and nothing you know to entertain them, why would they move here for a job? Yeah. I mean, so even just keeping that alive to continue to drive business, and I mean, if that's kind of more of people's priorities, then it it's very real. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, nobody, like you said, Abel, nobody wants to come to a city where there's no. nothing to do. We lost that bid. Oklahoma City lost that bid to Indianapolis. Oh, dang. Right? It's cold. Yeah. That's, that's cold. really cold. <laughs> well, and I struggle. I mean, there's something to do almost every night in the city. Yeah. And I have, we were talking last week about how, like, how do I get to do some of this stuff? Like, what do I do with the baby? <laughs> well, you know? now that Lulu's five, it's a little bit easier. Yeah, right. Springer, right? She'll drive home. With a little baby. I know she Ubers me home. She's my Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> she actually told me today, she goes, I wish kids could drive. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, that would be great. Like, you mm, could <laughs> drive mom. <laughs> 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 yeah, Lulu. Just yeah, drive true. me around the well, city. Well, I mean, what is Lulu not five? Yeah. I was driving when I was six. She I have video of me driving. Well, it's a tractor because I grew up on a farm, but there's. Photographic evidence That's of me impressive. driving a tractor in circles when I was <laughs> six years old. Like seriously, Dad would be like, "Get out there, follow the thing, come oh, back when you're done." Such a good driver today. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, Stephen, tell us um, your favorite song on the album and why. And since uh, we do not have a guitar tonight, which is totally okay, I'm sorry about that. Um, we okay. will let's play your EP. Sure. Uh, after the show absolutely yeah. um, I, I would start with Don't Let Go because it's the most collaborative okay. uh, and it starts uh, with the bass riff I, I mentioned uh, with the basses um, and it's pretty much talking about uh, not letting go regardless of the circumstance you're in and just keep at it mm-hmm. uh, like I said it's a positive record it's all about encouraging and seeing whatever it is you might be going through you got this Aww. Yeah. nice well, um, tell us where people can find your album and where people can find you. Absolutely. So you can either go to Bandcamp, uh, iTunes, Spotify, pretty much your major music distribution uh, stores out there, online stores. Uh, Stephen Selwyn, uh, last name, think of uh, going to a garage sale and you won a trophy. Sale one. Brilliant. Sale uh, one. Makes All it right. very easy to remember. Absolutely. I never won a trophy at a garage sale. <laughs> Am I doing wrong? Me neither. Me neither. I will bring one to you. Thank you. Stephen, what else do you have coming up this year? Oh, goodness. Uh, so there is the Patriarch. Uh, we It varies. So you mentioned the Jones Assembly. Mm-hmm. I will be doing that uh, every Thursday besides the second Thursday of the month. That's so, so Really? Yeah. Have you been down there yet? I've been there once. So cool. Yeah. We're going on Friday. I will be there. Are you too. going there too? Are cool. we playing? Are you playing? Yeah, that's right. Nice. So here's a here's a little tidbit too of so uh, Graham, my dear friend, is booking that venue, yeah. and um, I remember when you came to play our exchange on Film Row, yeah. and he was like, "He's amazing." Oh wow. Um, and I think there was also a private party or something we'd booked you for, and I think so. Obviously, he's hooked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a, so awesome. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of his music, by the way. Yeah, um, he's awesome. Yeah, so I'll do that. And there's the Twilight series. Uh, this is going. Oh, on. When, when are you playing that? July 9th, I believe. The uh, Twilight concert series is amazing. While well, he looks up the date, uh, the year, both years, first two years, Carrie and I were married in the summer. I distinctly remember on several occasions, and that is Oklahoma City Arts Council. Yeah, or, remember Caitlin yeah, and Caitlin. Evan, and yeah. yes, they were all they put on that our on. Show. And we'd be sitting there on a Sunday 
my big deal on Sundays is I hate feeling like you're waiting to go back to work. Because, oh, yeah. like, kind of on Sunday afternoon, sometimes you're like, okay, I kind of like do my yard work and this, that. And then there's a moment in the day when you're like, okay, now I'm essentially just waiting to go back to work, which is terrible. It's the worst thing. So I had a schedule of the Twilight Concert Series, and we'd go down there almost every Sunday. It, and if you don't know what it is, it's on the big performance grounds uh, on the Marie Gardens. Right. And um, they have just amazing performers. I saw my Stansbury. Uh, Second time I saw Matt Stansberry was the Twilight Concert Series. And just every week, we didn't even know who it was. The crazy thing about it, we talked to this, there's this older gentleman came from up where I grew up. He's probably in his 70s now or something. I haven't seen him in the shop. And he was like, asking him what I was doing this weekend. I was like, we'll probably go to the Marriott on Sunday. Or not the Marriott Gardens and see whoever's playing. He's like, well, who's playing? I, was like, I don't know. Somebody. It'll be awesome. Just bring a cooler, bring a chair, hang out. And Every week after that, I saw this guy out there. Aww. Every time I was out there, this real older couple, and he'd be like, George is out here watching some music. This is just the most fun. And you get that. It's from young to old, right. you know, crosses race, ethnicity, religion, age. Everybody is out there yeah. at those shows, and it's so much fun. Oh, yeah. it draws such a great mm-hmm. crowd. Well, Stephen will be there in July, and then Willow Way will be there yeah, in July 9th. What? Mm-hmm. You're yep. playing the show? We are. Oh, I'm excited. Nice. When is That's it? fantastic. Well, I have to do the same okay. thing as you. I need to look it up. But yeah. um, what is your date? It, it's July 9th. July 9th. Yeah. Okay. okay. And uh, just, I just found out I'll be playing at the West Fest. Cool. Yes. <laughs> August 19th. August 19th. Yes. That's right. Wonderful. So That's exciting. cool. I didn't know that. And I'm the president of Western Avenue Association. So there you go. I <laughs> We're did, glad to have you, Steve. But I, I was not. I didn't get to reach out anything? to everybody. You weren't going to tell me? Well, we didn't. We weren't. Didn't we'll talk, talk we later. have other things yeah, that we're talking right. about um, on the West Fest front. But yes, okay. August 19th. Yeah. We're so excited, excited to have you. Yeah. It'll be such a great. It'll be mm-hmm. a great day. Very well, cool. fun stuff coming up. Um, for you, Stephen, mm-hmm. I just can't encourage our listeners to follow you enough and to come see you play, and they're going to get hooked just like all of us are. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Shameless promotion. Your recent EP is amazing as well. <laughs> it is. <laughs> absolutely. You. I listened to the whole thing. I'm not kidding. I need to hire you and Abel to like, <laughs> do PR. It's amazing. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Guys you. Are awesome. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll play together soon. Yeah. We'll have to book something together. I'm looking forward and, uh, to that. That's what's fun about it. I know a venue. Yeah? Yes. That's true. I'm not going to say which one, but I know one. Oh my gosh. Brilliant. Make it happen. What a great night. Um, Well, thank you guys for both being on the show. Of course. Absolutely. Good to meet both of you guys. And so up next we have Stephen Salen's newest EP. And remind us of the name. Don't Let Go. Don't Let Go. Thanks for... yeah. That's the song. I'm sorry. The name of the EP is So Far So Long. So Far So Long. I, I thought it changed names. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it did. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can find Grounded Sounds at Grounded Sounds on Twitter and Instagram and Grounded Sounds OK on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening.
Protection from a 